Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. show i am of course your host to reveal rob coming at you with the all of the latest goodness revolving movies movie news and i got a review for you this week as well as what to look for that's coming out and going over some theme park news maybe who knows but appreciate all of you joining me in hope you've all had a great time since the last time we talked here i can't really complain myself because we got the big time news of the halloween horror nights 31 or 2022 however you want to call it uh we've got the event dates were finally announced by universal himself man and haunt season can officially begin as far as i'm concerned you know me i love halloween horror nights and i look forward to that every year that's my big trip that's my big thing every year it's the main thing i look forward to every single year man we finally got an official announcement from universal i know there's been a spec map out there and all that stuff and that's cool if you're into that I'm not. I don't. I don't care about that. I want the official, official stuff to be announced for me. And you know, we finally get our first official announcement with the dates. Well, they will be select nights from September 2nd to October 31st, ending on Halloween. How about that? Uh, 2022. They also released some uh, single night tickets. They have not released Rush of Fear or Frequent Fear yet. Main word there being yet. It will be released later, just like last year and the years before. Man, it'll be here eventually. And they released some. Uh, other things, and I'm going to say, I'm going to point you over to my buddies over at Haunter's Podcast. Uh, they have more information. They released a new, brand new, spanking new episode talking about the uh, dates being announced, the stuff that they've announced, the tickets they've announced, the behind-the-scenes stuff and all that. I'm going to point you over to my buddies over there at Haunter's Podcast. Check out their newest episode on the Throw Me Podcast Network, baby. We are, we're a team over here. And, you know, like I said, check out their new episode. And... Check out the YouTube, man. Check out the Facebook, Throw Me Podcast Network, where you can find all of our shows talking all the wonderful entertainment news, haunt stuff. And we got Zach's Speakeasy, where he's chatting it up and doing some awesome, fun things, man. So check us all out on the Throw Me Podcast Network, on the Facebook, on the YouTubes. And speaking of the YouTubes, man, big event going on this weekend, WrestleMania. WWE Super Bowl, if you will, is happening this weekend. Two-night event starting on Saturday and going into Sunday. Um, and us at the Throw Me Podcast Network, I say us, that's Zach, 
that's Mr. Wonderful, myself, pretty sure Brooke will join in at some point in time. And um, we're going to have a great time, dude. We're going to be live streaming the whole time during WrestleMania night one. So that's going to be Saturday. Be sure to like, subscribe to the Throw Me Podcast Network and join us live as we watch the WWE. And I will geek out at the WWE. They'll probably have, you know, mean things to say. But I won't because I love the WWE. Always have, always will. And I'm so looking forward to that, man. I love WrestleMania. WrestleMania time is such a special time for us WWE fans. I'll say it even for wrestling fans, man. They still you know, love watching the WWE's WrestleMania event, even though they love to complain about the WWE, they'll still watch it. And you see all these other wrestling promotions who build up, like, shows around WrestleMania, because we all know how big of a deal it is. So that's happening this Saturday. I can't wait to do that. And other than that, man, anything else really going on? No. All right, let's move forward. So, like I said, Halloween Horror Nights is finally announced this night. I will be posting and talking about that um, when they announce things as well. Uh, you know, not going to overly talk about it. Like I said, we do have Haunters Podcast on the Thrill Me Podcast Network, so they're going to be taking care of the HHN news, but I'm obviously going to be talking about it. My babies, because I love HHN. Um, let's see, other than that, what happened? Uh, the Oscars happened. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and jump into the news, shall we? Because the Oscars took place uh, last night as they're recording this episode. And, you know, I'm not going to go too hard into the paint on this. I don't know what that saying means. I just know it's a saying people use. Um, but, you know, I I had no intentions of watching the Oscars last night. I, you know, I threw it on while I was doing some notes for um, topics for what I was going to talk about on this show and actually putting together some discographies to make playlists of, like, artists, music artists and all that stuff. And, you know, me, I love making playlists. I just had the Oscars on as background noise. And, you know, honestly, as much as people want to crap on the Oscars, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. And, you know, the event now and all the talk is surrounded around, you know, the incident between Chris Rock and Will Smith. And I'm not going to jump into that. I'm not going to harp on that. That's, you know, stuff I don't – it's been talked about too much as it is already. All I'm going to say is I'm on Chris Rock's side. If you want more talk about that and more feelings on that and how, you know, honestly how I feel, check out Mr. Wonderful Show. The Mr. Wonderful Show, he released a brand new episode uh, where he gives an Oscars recap and he goes into detail about what happened there and his thoughts and his opinion on it. And, you know, I, I agree with him on that. Um, so, yeah, Jeff, definitely check out Mr. Wonderful Show for an Oscar recap. He's having another show coming out this week as well, man. He's killing it. Uh, Zach Speakeasy has another show coming out this week as well, so he's killing it too. Haunches Podcast, Mr. Wonderful Show, Zach Speakeasy, all this stuff's coming out. My brother's show, podcast, uh, The Metal Groove, released a new episode this week. Just check that out as well. But, you know, back to the Oscars. Like I said, I'm not going to jump into that whole thing. Like I said, it's gotten way too much publicity. Let's talk about, you know, what the Oscars are about. It's about movies and honoring, you know, film and things of that nature. Not all film, you know, that's kind of been the problem with people who don't necessarily watch the Oscars. They're not film fans, so to speak. So they only care about certain kind of movies and those certain kind of movies don't get nominated most of the time for awards on this show, which has led some people to, you know, not watch the Oscars, which is fine. That's your choice. I will say after watching the Oscars last night and seeing how a big of a deal Dune was that got me more interested in Dune than I was already because I completely forgot Dune came out. Um, and then movie Coda was just freaking taking a lot of awards last night as well, including Best Picture. So definitely want to check that movie out as soon as possible. Um, you know, just a couple of tidbits and my thoughts on the um, – just a couple of things I pulled out from what happened on the Oscars last night that I want to talk about. First and foremost, congratulations to Jessica Chastain for winning Best Actress for her incredible performance in the eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, I remember a couple episodes back I reviewed that, and I 
I think Jessica Chastain was absolutely fantastic and deserved the win there, and I'm glad she got the award, man. She's fantastic. Uh, let's see, another one, Ginny Beaven won for um, the Oscar for costume design. She was the costume designer for Cruella, which if you've seen Cruella, you know the costumes are amazing, breathtaking throughout that film, so it's just so glad and deserving of that win. And just to let you know how talented she is, she's been nominated 11 times and won most recently for Mad Max Fury Road. So think about those two films next to each other, man. Mad Max Fury Road and Cruella. Completely different looks, but fantastic work all around. So congratulations, Ginny, there. All right, the main reason I tuned into the Oscars was for my boy, Andrew Garfield. You know me, I love me some Andrew Garfield. And he was nominated for Best Actor for his absolutely incredible performance in Tick, Tick, Boom. And unfortunately, he did not win. Which, you know, not going to go too much into that. And then who won? You know, looking at the two performances, I don't think the right person won. But hey, not my choice, not my decision. Maybe I'll end up doing an Oscar show later on where I do give me those choices. But it's now led me to believe and feel that Andrew Garfield, when it comes to the Academy Awards, or the Academy, or however you want to call it, to me, it feels like he is now the new Leonardo DiCaprio. And what I mean by that is, you remember, it became a thing, it became a meme, and, you know, a huge thing where Leonardo DiCaprio nominated all these years, deserving of winning the award, and just never given the award. Now, we're getting the same thing with Andrew Garfield, where he's given all these incredible performances. He should have won back when Hacksaw Ridge came out. Uh, he should have won numerous other times. And this year, without a shadow of a doubt, his performance in Tick, Tick, Boom should have won the award, and he didn't win again. So now he really feels like he's the new Leonardo DiCaprio, where we're just going to, he's got a long career ahead of him. He's going to get one eventually, but you'd like to see him, you know, win one now. He's giving amazing performances. So um, eventually my boy's got to win a freaking Oscar, dude. But nonetheless, moving forward, the last thing I'm going to talk about here on the Oscars was, um, like I mentioned earlier, the Oscars, some people don't watch it because they don't have, like, the, quote, superhero movies in it, or, you know, these movies that they watch aren't necessarily nominated, you know, they do, like, the artsy pictures and stuff like that normally with the Oscars and things of that nature. With that said, superhero stuff has been recognized at the Oscars multiple times. There's multiple, I know I saw a couple of the Marvel films nominated for cinematography or whatever last night, um, and DC has won numerous awards at the Oscars. I mean, Heath Ledger won for his performance of the Joker. Joaquin Phoenix won for his performance of the Joker. Uh, the Suicide Squad movie, not the most recent one, the other one, won for best makeup. You know, so DC's won countless awards during these things. So they're recognized in a way, but they're never in like the best picture category or things of that nature. Which, you know, people are like, ah, I'm not going to watch the Oscars because of this, or blah, 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 Spider-Man made all this money, it should be nominated for the award, blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever, it's fine. You know, basically, I guess the best, 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 Jesus, best way to go about it is that the Oscars are not for the casual film fan. The Oscars are for, like, you know, people who watch all kinds of different ranges of movies. So, that's why you get this thing where, you know, all the people are like, I oh, and never heard of this movie, I've never seen this movie, you know, I don't know why it's nominated for an award, because you gotta open your mind a little bit, man, so, in effort to get people more attached and interested in the Oscars, they, the Oscars, the Academy, decided to team up with Twitter for a couple of fan voting events, if you will, one being Oscars Fan Favorite Award, and the other being the Cheerworthy Moment Award, now, the Cheerworthy Moment Award 
focused throughout the history of cinema, it seemed, because there was multiple films that um, were in the top five that they showed on the show that came out years ago. Like uh, Neo's Dodging Bullet scene was in there, and a scene from uh, Dreamgirls was in there, right? And then, of course, you had Avengers Assemble and uh, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man, uh, the three Spider-Mans. So the thing that won, which I'm stoked and excited about because I love this scene to death and I'm happy in one, uh, was The Flash entering the Speed Force in Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't care what people think. I love that scene to death. I love that movie to death. And that scene, him, the Flash entering the Speed Force, made me bawl my eyes out and cheer all at the same time. So I think the scene's absolutely incredible and very deserving of winning an award. Now, before I talk about that a little bit more, let's jump into the Oscars Fan Favorite Award, which did focus on 2021. And top five, again, and number five was Tick, Tick, Boom. Number four was Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, number three was Minamata. If you don't know what that is, that was the new Johnny Depp film that finally got released uh, in limited theater run, uh, where, you know, he's playing photographer and all that. Uh, two was Cinderella, not the uh, original Cinderella, the Cinderella starring Camila Cabello. Love her. I have no issues with her. And then number one, and the number one fan-voted Oscars fan favorite award was, or went to, uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. So if you're putting two things together here, both fan votes were won by a Zack Snyder film. Um, and people have lost their mind about this, and they've gone over the top and are so unhappy about, about this. I guarantee you if Spider-Man won, they wouldn't be unhappy, but it's neither here nor there. Um, what we need to focus on here, and it's, I'm laughing because it's hilarious that people are so upset about this, it's a fan-voted award. Like, fans literally voted for this. If you're upset that your film didn't win, hey, hey that sucks, man. But guess what? I love Tick, Tick, Boom. You know, I I think I like Tick, Tick, Boom more than any of those movies in the top five. It was fifth. I'm not sitting here complaining that Army of the Dead won because I understand it's a fan vote. The Snyder fans showed up, gave the love to the Snyder Project, and the Snyder fandom got the votes done, man. That's just the way it works. That's voting. I mean, it's how, how you want it. I mean, voting's the same as it always is, whether it's fucking this, American Idol, um, presidential stuff. It's it's all the same. And somebody's going to lose, somebody's going to win. It's all based on who gets the most votes. And the Zack Snyder fans showed up. They voted. Cool. I don't know what you're upset about. <laughs> I don't know what you people are upset about. Um, who knows? Is this something that'll be part of the Oscars next year? Who flipping knows, man? But um, I'm not upset about it by any means. Makes me honestly makes me want to watch Army of the Dead again because I watched it the one time when it came out. Haven't watched it since, but got me interested in watching it again. So there you go. That's 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 it for me with the Oscars. That was just my tidbits and pieces and thoughts there. Again, congratulations, Jessica Chastain. Let me try that again. Congratulations to Jessica Chastain for her Best Actress award for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, Congratulations, Jenna Baven, for Cruella, and, you know, I love The Flash, so obviously I'm going to enjoy the fact that it won an award. Um, but yeah, there you go. That'll do it. So, wrapping up the Oscars talk, and moving into, before I wrap up the Oscars talk, again, check out Mr. Wonderful's show. He did an Oscars recap. I believe he may talk about it a little bit more on his next episode. Maybe not. Maybe I'm jumping the gun there. But... 
he did do an Oscars recap, so check him out. He talks a little more, more about the thing that doesn't matter, um, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but let's jump into the news, shall we? Not a whole lot of news items here. Um, you know, it's mostly an Oscars-driven week. But first thing I got here, and my brother might enjoy this, uh, Jared Leto was talking recently with Screen Rant about Tron. Remember, there's been a Tron three film um in the works for numerous years at this point and he said a super he is a super fan of tron and that he is working hard on the film right now at disney that um, an announcement could be coming sooner rather than later so finally something happening with tron or just a little bit of news here on what's going on with the tron film we don't really know much information at the moment jared leto is of course attached to be in the film but this thing's taking forever, which seems like to be a Tron thing, because the Tron ride over there at Walt Disney World is taking forever to finish completion. So, maybe it's a Tron franchise thing at this point. But uh, there is stuff going on over there, and, you know, Jared Leto's hoping to get something out to you sooner than later about where those films are going, or where the next film is going, at least. Let's not jump ahead and say multiple films, because we don't know yet. Um, you know, it's getting into the Avatar realm here, where it's... We know a film's coming, but it's taking forever to get here. Which, you know, it's kind of funny to put those together because speaking of film that's taking forever to get here and Jared Leto, we're going to be talking about Morbius later. Um, let's see. Uh, other news. Harry Styles was apparently attached to the Robert Eggers Nosferatu remake, but he is now have to drop out or had to drop out because of a scheduling conflict. Um, I didn't know he was part of that film. Honestly, forgot that film was happening, but there you go, man. Harry Styles has jumped into the acting world. You remember he was in um, Dunkirk, right? Dunkirk, I believe that was what it was. Yes, I just used the handy dandy Google, and Harry Styles was in Dunkirk. Uh, he's the first person listed in the cast. I don't remember him being that big of a role in the film, but hey, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, back to this Nosferatu remake. This was originally announced back in 2017 uh, with uh, Robert Eggers attached. Of course, he did The Witch with Anya Taylor-Joy, who is going to be in this Nosferatu movie. She's also in his latest film, the, uh, let's see, what's the name of it? The Northman, which is a Viking film um, that is expected to hit theaters April 22nd. Um, so that's the second time they'll be teaming up, and Nosferatu would end up being the third time they ended up working together here. Um, what we know right now about the film is that it has remained open-ended, that Eggers has confirmed earlier this year that he still is in discussion with Miss Taylor-Joy to do the movie, um, which is uh, considered to be a reimagining of the iconic 1922 vampire movie. All right, so keeping with the horror talk here, a trailer was released uh, since the last time we talked for season two of the Shudder original series Cursed Films. Um, this will be debuting on quite, quite possibly my favorite streaming service, uh, Shudder, on April 7th. Uh, Curse Films documentary style series um, where they talk about, you know, horror films that have a curse attached to it, like uh, The Poltergeist. There's this whole Poltergeist curse. Um, I don't remember much from the trailer, but I do remember them talking about The Wizard of Oz, so it seems like they're going to jump into some Wizard of Oz uh, Curse Films as well as other ones. Um, it's going to be interesting and something to be fun to watch. I'm always, I always like, you know, I love behind-the-scenes stuff with films. I mean, you know, I don't necessarily like this because curses mean something bad happened. But it, it's something interesting to watch, I guess, if you will. 
so I'm definitely going to check that out, and I'm interested in that. I, like I said, I love the Shutter streaming service. It has all these cool things. It has all these horror movies you can watch, but also has like these cool original series and documentary-style things like this show. So Season 2 of that is coming April 7th on uh, Shudder. Uh, speaking, keep the horror going here, man. Um, talked last week's episode about The Quarry, coming from um, Supermassive Games, the um, spiritual successor to Until Dawn. Uh, the, that's not the only game that Supermassive has coming this year. They have the next game in their Dark Pictures Anthology series, which is uh, expected to be the last one of Season 1, if you will, of the Dark Pictures Anthology with uh, The Devil and Me. That is coming out later this year, and they announced some casting news today with Oscar nominee Jesse Buckley, who's going to be in A24's Men, which I saw the trailer for that. I saw the trailer for that before uh, the film X I saw a couple weeks ago. And the trailer looked interesting, man. Maybe I'm turning around on these A24 movies. I don't know fully yet. Uh, the trailer could probably get you, and then you watch the movie, like, ah, fuck. You know? <laughs> but um, Jesse Buckley is going to be playing the lead character of Kate Wilder in The Devil and Me video game. Uh, get ready for an unforgettable stay. The Devil and Me is set to be. Uh, again, the season one finale of the Dark Pictures Anthology games, which they've had. Uh, Man and Maiden, A Little Hope, and uh, most recently, House of Ashes. And now, uh, The Devil and Me will be the fourth one in that list. There is an official announcement trailer for The Devil and Me, where they tease like, gruesome challenges in the game uh, that will center on a sadistic serial killer who views his uh, work as art. So uh, there is an announcement trailer for The Devil and Me. Go check that out. I highly suggest playing the Supermassive games, of course, starting with Until Dawn and then jumping into this Dark Picture anthology because they've all been great as far as I'm concerned. I'm loving what they're doing over there. So can't wait to play The Devil and Me and then, of course, The Quarry later this year. And with that, let's move over to some DC news. Don't, not a whole lot to go on here. We do know that uh, the Flash TV show has been renewed for another season, so the speedster will continue living on over there in the CW as long as there's a CW. And uh, we did get an update on a film called Blackhawks that was uh, announced back in, I want to say, 2018 with uh, rumors of Steven Spielberg attached to direct it. Uh, David Nome who is writing the film script, recently gave us some more information in an interview with Collider, saying, quote, We have a script that's very good, and we all think it's very good. Uh, there were a lot of management changes at Warner Brothers, so I think we're just kind of waiting for that to settle down and for them to decide what they want to do with their DC Universe. Obviously, I hope he does it, and, he, and if he doesn't direct it, I hope he produces it, and someone great directs. He obviously talking about Steve Spielberg there, uh, because it would be a great deal of fun. I'm very fond of the script, and I hope it comes together. But again, that's one of those movies that's going to need $200 million or so. Uh, trying to get those wells off the beach is a big process. Uh, Blackhawks is a World War II era team of ace pilots. Um, and that's what the story will be based around, is based around that. And, you know, like I said, they've been working on it since 2018. We'll see where it goes. Um, you know, they're waiting on, you know, things to come clear over there at Warner Brothers. And we know that Warner Brothers and Discovery are about to merge. So after that merger happens, I think we're going to get a whole lot of information about where things are going over there at the DC Universe. But 
Um, as for where we're going, we're going into what's releasing this week because that was it in the news, baby. Um, like so, I teased it earlier, um, making the subtle joke about how long this movie's taken to get here, but it is officially happening. The film Morbius, good lord, the film Morbius is finally hitting theaters. Uh, the film is rated PG-13. It's an action adventure, one hour and fifty minutes. Uh, bio. Chemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but when his experiment goes wrong, he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. You know, my excitement for this film has dwindled since, uh, you know, it was originally announced because it continued to get pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Then the most recent trailer, it kind of just gave away too much information to me. And on top of that, recently the director of the film has kind of like spoiled the movie. Um, I haven't fully seen what he said, but apparently... He spoiled the film on social media, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I try to avoid that. Uh, again, the film is out this week. Hey, you know, I, I will see it. The plan is to see it. Um, I, yeah, I plan on seeing The Lost City last week. Didn't get to see that, but Mr. Wonderful did. So again, plugging his show. Make sure you check out his show. Um, he'll have a review for that. But I, uh, I, I do plan on seeing Morbius. I'm already thinking Thursday night for it. I can't miss Friday, Friday, SmackDown, and the Hall of Fame's happening. Uh, and then, of course, Saturday and Sunday is WrestleMania. So Thursday's going to have to be the night for me either way to see this film. And, you know, I'll see it and I'll, you know, have a review for it next week. Uh, another thing releasing this week is the highly anticipated Moon Knight series hitting Disney+. Plus. Um, this is, of course, based on a Marvel Comics character. A uh, former U.S. Marine struggling with a dissociative identity disorder is granted the powers of an Egyptian moon god, but he soon finds out that their newfound powers can be both a blessing and a curse to his troubled life. Again, that's hitting Disney Plus this week. I believe it's about six episodes. Remember, Disney Plus releases uh, weekly episodes. They don't release them all at once. So, first episode hits on the 30th. I want to say, uh, this week, either way, <laughs> um, let's see, we got the contractor rated R action thriller, one hour, 43 minutes, uh, involuntarily discharged from the army, a special forces sergeant leads a contract with a private underground military force. When his very first assignment goes wire, the elite soldier finds himself hunted and on the run caught in a dangerous conspiracy and fighting to stay alive long enough to get home and uncover the true Motives of those who portrayed him. Uh, this film stars Chris Pine. So there you go. Uh, let's see. We got Moonfall. Is this last thing? Yep. Moonfall is the last thing we got here. Uh, it's PG-13 sci-fi adventure. Two hours. All right. Right at two hours. There you go. Uh, the world stands on the brink of annihilation when a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit and sends it hurtling toward a collision course with Earth. With only weeks before impact, NASA executive... Jocinda Joe Fowler teams up with a man from her past and a conspiracy theorist for an impossible mission into space to save humanity. So there you go, man. That was the news and what's releasing this week. So, you know what time it is. I'm going to take a pause for the old cause here. Cue up the trailer and then we're going to talk some jackass, man. Be back after this trailer. Again, 
Don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Three, two, one. A lot of people ask, what will Jackass be like once we're older? Well, it'll get more mature. you pedal your bike the faster the other guy's hand goes back you said it wasn't gonna feel like anything concussions aren't great but as long as you have them before you're 50 it's cool and knoxville's 49 so we're good ah. watching Jackass since I was 12 years old. And guess what? We're here. We have winners, and we have Steve-O. There ain't a bunch of NASA scientists right now. What did you guys do to Eric? Fail to prepare. Prepare to fail. You still got those million dollar teeth, that's for sure. <laughs> Gee, didn't set myself up for failure on this one. Aaron, please relax. I'm trapped. And you're putting honey on me and salmon! Oh my god. All right, man. Welcome back to the show. That was the trailer for Jackass Forever, which released earlier this year in February. Uh, February 1st. It is a comedy slapstick film. Uh, one hour, 36 minutes in length. It is rated R for strong, crude material, dangerous stunts, graphic nudity, <laughs> yep, and language throughout. Uh, celebrate the joy of a perfectly executed shot to the groin as Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, and the rest of the gang return for another round of hilarious, wildly absurd, and often dangerous displays of stunts and comedy. Um, I'll let you know Rotten Tomatoes has been down since I've been trying to uh, uh, do this episode, and I can't get the full score. Uh, the only thing I see is an 86%, which I'm assuming is the critic score, and then IMDb has a 7.2 out of 10. Up, up, up. Just did a quick search. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is not working. So yes, the 86% is the critic score. The audience score is 91% for this film. So the question is, how did I feel about Jackass Forever? And to be honest with you, I don't need to spend a whole lot of time reviewing this. Um, if you're a fan of the show, if you're a fan of the other, other uh, films, well, there's three more. You know, you know what you're getting into in these jackass movies. So, with me, uh, in my history, I watched the show. Um, I remember when it came out, I believe it came out in 2000. It ran for a couple seasons. And, you know, I watched the show and I laughed and had a good time. As far as the movies went, I don't believe I've ever seen any of the movies. Maybe I saw the first one. Um, I vaguely remember something about a shopping cart. Maybe that was 3D. I don't know. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever actually seen the whole films. 
which is hilarious going in and watching this movie. But um, I saw it was on Paramount Plus. So I'm like, you know, screw it. I'm going to dive in. I don't have anything to really review this week. Let's find something to watch. Saw that. I'm like, cool. I'll watch it, man. Because uh, I remember seeing the trailer in theaters. Uh, I remember seeing the trailer for a while because this, I believe this is a film that was pushed back a little bit as well uh, to a later release date. And I remember seeing the trailer and I'm like, these dudes are still doing this? Okay. Um, but the, the trailer kind of gets you. It was a, a trailer I just played you where it's like, oh, it's these friends coming back together after 10 or 11 years and doing these stunts again with each other. They kind of give you that feel that maybe it's one last time with the trailer and all that stuff, um, which they're getting older. Maybe they need to stop doing this. But, um, you know, as far as the film or, you know, it's hard to call it. It means the film in the essence that it was released in theaters, but it feels like the show, you know, in all honesty, it just feels like an extended version of the show. Um, you know, bigger stunts and a lot of freaking nudity. Good Lord. Um, I, I guess maybe if I saw the other films, I would have expected that a little bit more. But Jesus, I saw so much dude junk throughout watching this movie, man. It was it was wild, dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I was sitting there and I laughed. I'm not going to lie. I laughed my ass off numerous times. I think I laughed at every single one of the stunts they did. Or I was like, oh, my God, a couple times. You know, and it was enjoyable, man. Like I said, if you've enjoyed the show and you've enjoyed, I guess, if you enjoyed the other movies, I haven't seen them. But I'm I'm sure it follows the same route and feel and all that stuff. Um, you know, you get your wildly outlandish stunts. You get your jackasses, obviously. <laughs> um, and it's just, you know, it's a, it, was a, it was a fun time. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, man. I had a good time watching this. It's, it's something I would have never seen in theaters. Let's be honest here. We've never gone to see that movie. It's not my thing um, to see in theaters. Like I said, it, it feels just like the show. I mean, that's the best way for me to describe it. It feels exactly like the show. Just, you know, obviously they're able to up it because you know, they're doing a film and you don't have the restrictions of television when you're doing a film. Um, so overall, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. Uh, maybe I'll, you know, breeze through the show because, you know, Paramount Plus, all that stuff is on there now. So I can you know, maybe go back and watch all that stuff. Um, the Bam Margera question, was he missed? I, you know, didn't miss him, to be honest with you. I do remember he was part of the original cast, but I know he's going through a lot of personal struggles in his life that he needs to get taken care of before he goes out here and doing this stuff. So uh, I, I, I think it's a good thing that he's not in the film. Um, obviously, Ryan Dunn is not a part of it because he sadly passed away. So... You know, other than that, you get your original cast of characters pretty much, and they're doing their outlandish, crazy stunts uh, turned up to 11, if you will. But overall, again, I enjoyed the film. I laughed my ass off multiple times during it. And, yeah, there you go. Like I said, don't need to spend too much time on it. If you've seen Jackass, you know what you're getting yourself into here. And, um, like I said, I didn't fully know what I was getting myself into because I haven't seen the other movies. I only saw the show. So, of course, obviously, there's some graphic nudity here. But, um Nothing like sexual or anything like that. It's, you know, just, you know, again, dudes junk all over the place, apparently, is what you're going to get with this movie. So, uh, forewarning you there. But other than that, it's, I mean, it's an enjoyable movie. It, you know, it, it's freaking people being jackasses. You know, what else could you expect? So, there you go, dude. Again, I don't need to go too much further on that, man. You know, see it if you want to see it. If you want to see people get beat up and hurt, and, you know, doing outlandish, ridiculous stuff. I mean, hell, most of the people at this stage, you know, are part of the generation. You watch ridiculousness now, right? That show exists because 
jackass existed. So let's put it that way. Jackass is a little bit, you know, obviously, you know, insane. <laughs> but, you know, ridiculousness exists because jackass succeeded. So well, there you go. Oh, well, there you go. Jackass Forever, man. It it's uh it gets it gets two thumbs up, dude. It it, it was a good time. And that does it. That was the news. That was what's releasing this week, and that is our review, man. Again, Halloween Horror Nights, the premier Halloween event, is now uh, has tickets available. Uh, single night tickets. Rush of Fear, Fear, uh, Frequent Fear Pass is not out yet. Don't worry, they will be out sooner rather than later. Um, or probably later. Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't know the dates of these things release. I know when they release them, man. I don't listen to internet rumors. Um, but, again, we got our dates. September 2nd to October 31st. Book it, baby. It's the premier Halloween event. Uh, you can do it in Orlando. You can do it in Hollywood. Uh, Japan and Singapore, I believe, should still be doing their events as well. Um, and, again, you can follow me on Instagram. Review it, Rob. I post all kinds of movie stuff, wrestling stuff, and uh, horror-related stuff. And I will be posting Halloween Horror Night stuff as it comes. Um, and then, of course, follow the Throw Me Podcast Network. You know? Listen to our shows. We got the Mr. Wonderful Show. You got the Zach Speakeasy and Haunters Podcast is back in session, baby, as the haunt season begins. And then, of course, you got my beautiful show here that you already know where to find because you're listening to it right now. Um, appreciate you all again this Saturday. WrestleMania Night 1 live stream, baby. Can't wait for that. That's going to be super stoking and exciting. Stoking is not a word. <laughs> Let's end this show. Yeah, you, right? You want to end the show? Let's end the show. Uh, appreciate you all for joining me once again for another week of my ridiculousness. Um, we will be back next episode to talk more than likely Morbius. Unless anything happens, there will be a Morbius review next week from me um, and maybe some WrestleMania talk. Definitely going to be some WrestleMania talk. And then whatever else is happening in the world of film, uh, TV, video games, horror Halloween events, theme parks, whatever, dude. I talk about any and everything. That's why the show gets twisted. But other than that, man, that is it. Appreciate you all. And remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Chat with you all next episode. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.